0: Hello, welcome back. Welcome back to Send them Off. Um, been a big week in the, in the world of football, I think. Chris Wilder's left his job Sheffield United after five years. Messi and Ronaldo, both unceremoniously dumped out of the Champions League this week. And we are back. We are back with a brand new episode and a contentious topic to get you talking. But before we get into it, all that's left is to introduce ourselves. My name, Sam, and as always, I'm joined by my... You know what I'm going to say? My ever-present podcasting partner, Mr. Alex Tamuta.
1: I'll never get tired of that intro. That's going to be on your
0: it. gravestone, now uh, Well, yeah. <laughs> I
1: say I can't wait for that, but I certainly
0: can. <laughs> Any kiss. Yeah, don't, don't, uh, don't jinx that. Anyway, Alex. Do you, I... write
1: your, do you write your intros down, by the way?
0: No, I make notes. Oh, right. Okay.
1: Well, I was wondering, so because they're very smooth these last couple of weeks.
0: I, mean, I'm I wrote my, my notes, say. We've gone off piste already, man. but my yeah. notes, if anyone's wondering, my notes say Chris Wilder, Champions League, back with a new episode. <laughs> I like okay. new things in threes, me. They are um, <laughs> Anyway, Alex, what are we talking about today? Go on.
1: The blessed, the dreaded V A R.
0: Oh. I'm quaking in my boots. This
1: let's get into it. I was gonna I was gonna start by but we'll just get into it.
0: Yeah, we're Shall just we? it. so VAR. Is that, I mean, we did a little survey on Instagram today, and the major we asked you to rank it at ten, and the majority of people got zero. So I think that says everything. says a know lot about VAR. I mean, it is uh, it's become talked about more than anything. The game think, itself, in the football. yeah, um, it's it's huge. I mean, I didn't really know an awful lot about it technically. Before this, I still don't because it's incredibly confusing. Uh, <laughs> I think is the root of the problem, as yeah. we'll probably discuss over the next 20 minutes, half hour or so. Um 20 minutes, that's so. <laughs> That's a bit ambition, Finishing an finishing episode. 20 minutes. <laughs> if anyone's ever listened to us before, I didn't, very rarely. Uh I think we've done that once, and it was when we were ranking songs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, no, I think um, we were quite uh, a while
0: on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we do like a waffle. Um not the potato kind. Uh, really? off, we're off-piste already. It's got the dogs today or it? <laughs> Friday night, end of the week. Um, anyway, let's get to the basics of VAR. Now, the Premier League guidance, right, that they released, the official one, start of the season, they released it to sort of reiterate the, the value of VAR and whatever. And it says, and this is a quote, it was introduced to encourage more correct and fairer judgments." Which I don't think, on the face of it, any fan can argue with that logic. No,
1: I mean none at all. But then you see it in a match situation.
0: Yeah, I mean so other, The stats, though, right? So the season before VAR, the the percentage of correct key match decisions in the Premier League was eighty two percent, and in the first season of VAR last year, it rose to ninety four. So it has helped.
1: It has helped, but at the expense of time.
0: And enjoyment.
1: And enjoyment. Enjoyment actually being the biggest one, if I'm being honest with you. Because as a football fan, we we haven't seen an awful lot, well, if any, VAR in the physical form, like in a stadium, because, you know, Swansea being in the Championship, there's no VAR in the Championship. But when you're watching the Premier League on a weekend, Saturday, Sunday, and there's always, you know, this season in particular, there's always at least one or two big VAR calls, whether it's a dive or a red card or a handball or something like that. And it just takes so much time. You don't know if... And, and I've noticed a lot of the times in the box, if you like a VAR decision will have to be called in the box. I, th- I feel like, I don't know what the stats are, but I feel like more often than not, it'll result in a penalty.
0: Yeah. Mm.
1: And I, I, I feel like that kind of sucks the whole enjoyment of a penalty out of the game as well. I know I'm being quite specific on penalties right now. I don't know why, but I, you know, I think it's just kind of leaning more towards the attacker.
0: My biggest problem with it is, similarly with the sucking the enjoyment of the game is these ridiculously tight offside calls. Oh my gosh. Where they bring up oh the my lines life. and like someone's eyebrows off sides to the goal. Yeah, no. Oh my it's life. like It does, my, it does my head in. It's, <laughs> but, it does suck the joy out of it for me, and like, I, but. It, and we're watching, and we can actually see the lines coming out of the deliberation. So God knows how boring it must be in a stadium when fans <laughs> yeah. are originally allowed. You know, I, I, and we'll talk later about sort of the comparison with rugby and that. Maybe what we can learn on that front. But um,
1: the yeah, thing which just... annoys me the 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 whole you know drawing the lines and deciding is he onside, is he offside, or well, which part of his body? There was a call. Given, I can't remember for the life of me what game it was. Or who was playing, or what the score, anything at all. All I can remember was they gave an offside because the attacker's arm. Bamford, Patrick Bamford. Patrick Bamford's arm was offside.
0: He was pointing the way he wanted the ball. He was pointing
1: where he wanted the ball because he was making. He was bending his run, and he was pointing where he wanted the ball as he was about to make that run. And the referee blew. it. Well, he scored or he missed. Or I can't remember. I think he scored it because it
0: wasn't. He did, yeah.
1: He did score it. And then they brought it back and VAR ruled that he was offside because his arm was offside where he was pointing.
0: This is the thing, because I always thought it was just one of these rules that I assumed was a thing, because people seem to think it is, is that only a part of your body able to legally score a goal could be offside. That was my understanding of it.
1: That was mine as well. And that's and that's what I think is the most logical thing.
0: I But the FA rules literally say... That they, hang on, this is a quote. I got it in front of me. The FA rules say that all parts of the body except for hands and arms can be offside. So, so how was hands, it offside?
1: If if his hands or you know he was pointing with both his hand and his arm, and that was the part of the body that was ruled, the the VAR was brought in for clear and obvious decisions.
0: Yeah, but But um, not factual decisions like offside. So this is why I was so con- I was really confused on this point. So the whole clear and obvious debate. So. VAR can only be used for clear and obvious errors or serious missed incidents in four match-changing situations, goals, penalties, direct red cards, and mistaken identity. But factual decisions like offsides and the issue of whether a player is inside or outside the penalty area are not subject to the clear and obvious test.
1: So well, why go to, to VAR then?
0: Because well, it's, it's a factual practical. decision. But my, my point is, when is an offside an offside? Which sounds well, but, stupid, but how can a player's arm be offside? I, I exactly you know, and like people, people's like show, not even shoulders, like a shirt has been offside and and the goal has been disallowed. It's ridiculous. It's, it's, it's like the it toes offside. Surreal.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's, it's something stupid like like it's so marginal, but the arm one really really wound me up because there's no way you'd be able to score with your arm or your hand without it being you know ruled out. So why would you rule it offside? If you can't use it in a game
0: anyway, and the other thing I I really can't stand is the sort of the the way I've, I'm not going to lie I've completely forgotten what I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> right, no, I'm gone. I'm gone. But I have bottled out, boys. Sorry. <laughs> um. Is it gonna oh, get that's, that's what I was going to say. That's what are. I was going to say. Is. It, it, it stops me celebrating goals. I know uh, my team aren't necessarily in the Premier League, but like for fantasy football purposes, I celebrate goals yeah. these days. Um, and like I, it sucks the joy out of it for me. Yeah. And it, it, it do you know, it, it. oh my God, it, it boils my blood the other day. So FIFA president, what's his name? Gianni Infantino, whatever his name is, I know, something like that. Um, oh, no, no. he came out and he said that he thinks that the delays caused by VAR, VAR the delays caused by VAR right are and I quote adding another layer of adrenaline to the game no, I think that just goes I'm to afraid. show how out of touch FIFA are yeah. the
1: fans FIFA the, the, whole, the whole governing body FIFA as a governing body I think I don't even want to get into that to be honest with you because I I'll start talking about Seth Blatter that that's, yeah. that's another <laughs> series babe. that's another yeah. series
0: yeah um,
1: um, but that, that couldn't be further from the truth because the, the whole point of the, the goal is to be in the moment and celebrate the moment and I keep thinking back to last season and I don't want to keep harping on about Swansea because like, nobody gives a rats to be honest but when Swansea played Cardiff last season no VAR no nothing, and Sorry,
0: there is
1: isn't party fans Limbs when It was absolutely berserk when they scored. No, you know, I don't. I don't think it was. You know, you've watched the goal back hundreds of times, and it was only one goal, but you celebrated that goal. And the mate that came down, our mate Miles, that came down with us, he nearly ended up in row eight, and we were in row Z. <laughs> he's
0: gonna be landed. He's
1: gonna mention. Yeah, he's got. He's got a little <laughs> mention. in but uh, it, it takes that sort of element out of the game. Like, if, if you're you know, enjoying a game, you're in a big game, it's a close game, a tight game, and then the goal goes in, and then you've got to wait, then you're all thinking, oh, well, is it going to be, isn't it going to be? And then the the fans who scored the goal, well, the fans who scored the goal, the team of the fans who scored the goal, or the fans of the team, whatever I'm trying to say, you know what I'm trying to say, they'll be sort of sitting around waiting and expecting the goal to be disallowed. And it's, mm-hmm. it, it sort of changes the mood in the stadium, which... It, it's it's not football. It's really uh,
0: not football. I, I agree. It, it it's correct decisions at the expense of enjoyment. Yeah, and, and it's if, all about weighing it up as yeah. to what you want more. I, I, I and weighing it up as to how can you get both because there is a way.
1: There is there's yeah definitely there is a way. A way. There, there's evidence there's a way.
0: Where there is as we're going to probably talk about it with a with a rugby thing. It you know bringing fans more into it, playing the replays, allowing fans to hear the deliberations. Whether it's that or whether it's just making a more consistent approach because I don't think anybody knows actually what offside is anymore. You know, it's that old joke, oh, do you know the offside rule? I don't think anybody does. Nobody anymore. knows it. Yeah, but the thing is, does. the rules of
1: football, they, they, they're they adapted and changed every year. And that's another thing that, what, why, why, why are they doing that?
0: I have no idea, but this is one thing I would like to say in VARs. Sort of defense is at the start of the season, the handball calls that were coming off VAR were horrendous. They were absolutely abysmal. There was handballs in every game yeah. for nothing, next to nothing. And they have cleared that up and it's not happening anymore. And it, it's shown that it can adapt.
1: I was going to say, for I think that it's sense, I press. think
0: it's working for handballs now. I think personally.
1: But how long did that take?
0: Well, less than a season. At the start of the season it was. Well, I suppose okay. if, if you factor in last season, but it last was season, season, season as well. Then, yeah.
1: But so, what's that for? Four, four criteria you said. Do you
0: for that, it, that? it's used for.
1: Yeah. So it's um, handballs, um, red cards, miss, miss, mistaken identity, and what uh, was no, it
0: was? goals, penalty decisions, red card. Incidents and mistaken identity So I as, as we're Dan speaking now,
1: As we're speaking I've just had a notification On my My fantasy league Leeds are playing fuller Right as we're recording this Luke Aylin has just scored And VAR Has just Disallowed the goal As, I, as we're recording this now so you know so I haven't got a clue why, why. I, I can't I can't You know I can't see it Or anything like that I'd be very interested To see Obviously you know If this goes out tomorrow Or The Saturday, Saturday The what the 20th is it? Of March tomorrow, yeah. so you know you'll be able to understand when this goes out what it was given for. But I'd be very interested. You know, pretty apt as we're recording what about VAR. There's been a goal that's been given, well, yeah. disallowed.
0: Disallowed. Yeah, I think with the with the whole handball thing though, it has shown is able to adapt and tweak itself and improve. And it's definitely improved. I don't think anybody can deny that with a hand. I think for the handballs, like I said, it's working. I think for red cards and stuff, it's working. Like with the, with the referee going to the screen, giving a red yeah. instead of a yellow, downgrading or whatever. But the problem the problem with the red
1: card, the referee will always, it, he'll very rarely look at it in real time. Yeah. It'll never be like real-time speed. it will always slow it down. And everybody knows it when you slow it down, it always looks worse. So it, I yeah. think sort of, then you'd be more likely to lean towards a red card. Yeah. But, you know, again, that, that could be subject to change when that that evolves in itself.
0: But in in terms of the offside rule, and I mean, Arsene Wenger is now working for FIFA, isn't he? And I think he's probably the only one there with any sense, to be honest, seems to be anyway.
1: Arsene Wenger has is, is got to be one of my favourite people to listen to as a pundit. Yeah, I'm a
0: big fan of him. And he's mm. proposed this new offside law, which will benefit the attacker. So any part of the body that could play the ball, which is in line with the defender, is onside. I think that's fair. I think that's fair as well. So they're, they're on about trialing that soon. So I think that will clear up one of my biggest problems with offside is, like I said, nobody knows the rules anymore. It's so inconsistently applied that nobody quite knows. Like the nobody lines can did, come out the now. Side. The Lions will come out and I'll be like, oh, he's definitely onside. And then they give it offside or vice versa the other way around. Yeah. And yeah. I don't think anybody can call anymore because nobody quite knows what the rules are.
1: No.
0: Uh, so maybe a rule change then. Is um,
1: I th- I th- I think it's It's quite blanket As well into you know, the rules It's very much One Stroke fits all Or whatever the saying is And I, I don't think It's quite that clear
0: Yeah that's... Because they,
1: they so You talk about the offside And everywhere Is going to be offside Or your arm And then it's inconsistent And then everybody yeah. I don't know I really but don't know
0: I just think it's gone A bit too far Getting the lines out On all this I think Yeah I'm all for accuracy I am, but if it takes, I if think, also, I don't understand why the clear and obvious debate doesn't apply to offsides like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand because 10 years ago, if that was given and if you don't get the lines out, they look on side.
1: Yeah, but the, the other thing as well, these, these linesmen, these referees, they're qualified. They are high, you know. Highly intelligent, qualified referees who do this professionally in the top league in the world, whatever you think of the referee standard, they do it in the top league in the world and they should be expected to get that kind of decision right regardless, as, you know, whether you've got VAR or you don't.
0: And, so, and when, they're, when they're that tight, the calls are that tight.
1: Does it really matter then if it's that tight is what I'm, you know.
0: Um, I mean, there'll be some fans who argue. We'll exactly, yes, yeah, I but... Mean, but I, I see your point. It's like it's the going back to the debate of weighing up the enjoyment and the accuracy. Like exactly. I think I think we've gone too much in the direction of accuracy and neglected the enjoyment. And I think it needs to be sort of brought back into the middle a little bit and get rid of these lines. And maybe I, I don't like I said, I don't see why this clear and obvious rule can't be extended to factual decisions. Like, you know, not necessarily whether it's in but, but I think, to a certain extent, factual decisions is a little bit misleading with offsides, given how the current rules are. Because nobody... Like I said, nobody knows the rules. Nobody knows the facts. A factual decision like, are they inside the box or outside the box? I mean, there's no denying. It's, either it's in the box geography the box. at the end of the day. You're right. Yeah. you're Offsides, though. It's like, oh, well, is his arm offside? Is his shoulder offside? Is his yeah. toe offside? Is his shirt offside? Is his eyebrow offside? Like, at this point... like nobody it's, knows. it's everything. And I think that is... It, VAR has made what once was an objective decision of offside. Is he offside? Yes or no. It's turned it into a subjective decision. Is he offside? Well, I just I suppose it depends which way you look at it. Which, which,
1: yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. That's not how offside should and work. It's,
1: it's, that's not what it is. But another thing I want to say, and I don't know if this will go down with people listening, but before VAR, you'd always get, you know, every other week, every other weekend, every other month, whatever, there was one decision and the goal would go in and then they'd look, you know, the, the commentators, the pundits would look back and say, oh, he was actually offside. The referee didn't give it. And then that would be talked about for the whole week then up until the next week and, you know, something to forget about and watch the next game. But I actually quite enjoyed the whole debate of, you know, why did he get it? I, I quite enjoyed that whole thing. The yeah. whole sort of surface of it.
0: And I, I think the human error of it, like, I'm not, I. That's I'm not, what makes it football. It, it is. It is. And, uh, you know, it's, I I understand why the governing bodies want a super accurate game with 100% fair and accurate... There's
1: a lot of money involved. If that's what it comes down to. The but, lot, All the money that comes down to it. But, uh, go, not go on, say what you're going to say. I'm from, gonna a agree fans,
0: from a fan's viewpoint, I mean... Uh, put it this way in the championship this year there's no VAR right we've had some atrocious calls against us and we have had some very lucky calls in our favour I'm thinking of the Middlesbrough game a couple yeah. of weeks ago when Neil Warnock was raging at the end he um, was quite frankly himself. quite frankly the man had every right to be I yeah think. I, I couldn't um, I, I couldn't disagree with him I don't necessarily agree with trash in Steve Cooper's dad the ref I think that was a little that's, bit classless but that's another debate But that's another debate again in the championship, you've still got this element of human error. And that I think is why I prefer watching the championship to the Premier it's League. It's
1: the theatre of it. It's the whole, you know, I know you, you want to have an accurate game. You want to have a, you know, a really good game of football and, and as fair as it can be, but you, you do also want a little bit of drama, a little bit of theatre mm. because.
0: Particularly as a fan. I mean, I'd be interested in exactly. the players views on that. Uh, you know, and coaches and stuff, because yeah. I mean, they feel more about VAR, but if it went back to incorrect decisions every now and again, you know, more often, because they, they, they would be, I mean, knock VAR all you want. I think there are more, I mean, they're catching more offsides, more handballs and stuff. I think, I do think it's,
1: it's, it's improved the game as far as the quality of the, you know, the game itself goes.
0: What I feel is since VAR has been brought in, what wasn't a handball before is now a handball. What wasn't an offside before is now an offside. Yeah. I feel like it's changed. It's it sort of moved the goalpost. Goalpost a bit, not literally, obviously, but I, I well think, you know, change the you game, wouldn't it? But um, yeah. I I feel as if it's sort of as it's made everything. It's made it's almost gone. Well, look, we've got the technology to catch us now, so we'll sort of widen the criteria or narrow the criteria, whichever you look at it. I feel as if that's happened, and if they'd kept it as it was, with "is this an offside?" "Yes," or "No," and added in VAR, I think we'd have a system that works. I just think there's almost too many rules now, and, and there's almost like I don't feel like people
1: exactly that that you've you've hit the nail on the head. Perfect. There's too many rules.
0: There are that, bang on. There's too many rules, and I feel like the fans haven't really been. I like. I think that the Premier League, I don't know if they did, but I feel like it probably wasn't publicised well enough. They should have really consulted fans before VAR came in. What do you want to see? What do you think could work? And stuff, because this, I mean, now it's like, is it clear and obvious? Is it not clear and obvious? Can VAR step in? Like, what's happening? And does anybody know? I I wasn't sure about the clear and obvious. I didn't know the the offside rule wasn't subject to the clear and obvious rule until... The other day when I did my research, yeah, no, I,
1: I had not, I, I didn't come across that one. But there's so much. That's I know VAR was supposed to sort of scribble out that grey area, but I think it's widened it to an extent.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely as far as that. these decisions go, I, um, I, I think they've almost gone. Oh, we well, we've got the technology. Let's let's analyze it some more. Let's yeah, go and let's it's, it's an analyzing it
1: to the nth degree, and they scrutinizing things for the sake of what. But, but yeah, it's, it's really strange doing this particular episode of the podcast because I find I'm, I'm getting caught between like do I like it or do I not like it? And then I'm finding myself stopping and like thinking about what I'm gonna say. So I'm not really sure where I stand on VAR at the minute. I really don't know. Well, Come back to me in, in a couple of seasons and I, I, I hope that I'll be saying I'm you know I'm leaning towards VAR. Yeah, but right now well, I re- I really don't know.
0: Hold that judgment cause uh stick around we're gonna have a five ten second break and then we are joined by another guest um so stick around and we've got a bit more var chat for you welcome back to send him off uh we are joined now by another guest we had one last week we are going up in the world like alex we are going up. This is the world. second one. Twice in two, week. in two twice weeks. Twice in two weeks. We are going up. Anyway, we are joined by someone. I go way back with this guest. we uh, were in primary school together. Josh Evans, nice to have you on. How are you doing?
2: Yeah, good, thanks. How are
0: you? Um, I'm all right, yeah. Um. Josh is a qualified rugby referee. So we're going to, obviously, we've been chatting about VAR. We're just going to have a chat about um, the rugby TMO system. So that's television match official for those of you who aren't egg chasers like myself and Josh. Um, like uh, me, in other words, I'm yeah, not, for, I can't say I um, so Josh, few briefly just go over what sort of is the TMO? What What's the is really to VAR?
2: Well, yeah, the difference to VAR, the main thing, I think, in my opinion, is that it's assisting the referee. In rugby, you've kind of got the TMO is there to help the ref. So when you're sprinting to a line, especially in, in the international game where you've got some lightning fast wingers and maybe a more experienced over the ref where they can't get there at the same time and they're making a 50-50 call that might change the game, I suppose like TMO, uh, like VAR is using football, where well, they can then decide to go to, to the TMO and then ask them a question. So they normally ask a question as in, like, do you agree, try try yes or no? Or I'm going to award the tries to get in certain circumstances for a red card, something like that. But then ultimately it is the ref's decision. So it's I think in football, they kind of take the power out of the ref's hands. And that, that, that's-,
0: that's interesting, though, because the official guidelines in football do say that the final decision rests with the ref. But I feel... I that- was going to say the same. Obviously, I, 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 I agree with you. I think it's, it is sort of taken out of the referee's hands in football. And I think the biggest difference that football can learn is the communication aspect of it. I feel like, I know they go over to the screens in, in football and stuff, but I feel like it's it's just a decision. And, and for the fans as well, like in rugby, you can see it on the screen. You can sort mm-hmm. of, I mean, if you're watching, you can hear the conversation that's going on. And I feel like in football, it's just, it just it's become a decision by a, a sort of, like ethereal body, just no one really yeah. knows where it's coming from. Stockley Park is just this thing. Like nobody really knows where nobody it knows
1: is. where it is. yeah. Yeah. But in, in rugby, presumably the whoever's you know officiating TMO or taking care of it at that particular match, they're they're a qualified referee themselves. Yeah. yeah. So it, it who you know you know when you've got like V A R um in any any old match. It'll be a qualified referee who's taking care of that as well, wouldn't it?
0: Yeah, I, so yeah,
2: they do. It, it from, it, uh, the England FA setup in Ned? yeah. From, what do you say? There. I missed that. One. They do it in a remote location. Really sure. Yeah.
1: So it what what it always boils down to with me is if, if the VAR are making a call, why does it take them so long? Like, what's the difference between TMO? Why does this? Why is it so quick with TMO? But it takes VAR so long, even though the standard of referee, I know, albeit they're in different sports, but why is the standards, you know, there's so much different?
0: Sorry, before Josh comes in, that's interesting you said that, Alex, because i done a bit of research and I wanted to know the delay times. And for VAR, it's 50 seconds on average, and TMO is 70 seconds. So it's- I
2: think, yeah, I think that. Really? The yeah. MO, it probably does take longer. I think there's uh there's less there's more to look at in rugby, and there's a lot more laws that you can kind of pick apart. Um, but I think it's used less, and it's used when the referee wants to use. It. I think it's the big uh difference yeah. that in football the VAR kind of just butts in and takes control, and I don't like yeah. that. When it in year, whereas in rugby, it's the ref's decision that if he's not 100% sure then he goes to tmo tmo but then that's his choice to use it
0: like i i, fe- I, I agree with you i think this clear and obvious rule that you've got in football it was there to sort of like decrease the amount and sort of limit the amount of VAR will be used but i think it's restricting it in terms of there's some things the referee should be able to... Like, i think if the referee is in charge of the match he should be able to go on any decision if he wants to Look, we'll go to VAR. I didn't quite catch it, but because of this clear and obvious rule, there's some things he cannot do that for in football, and I think that is the downfall. It's been almost been used wrong. Like, I, I and I think, I I think-
1: been, it has been used blatantly wrong in quite a number of cases, none of which I can think of. But you, you've been watching football, probably, there's no need for him to go to VAR there. But uh, you know, coming back to the delay with the TMO, I think the reason I felt like there was a bigger delay for VAR than there was with TMOs because I think how clean cut TMO is, like it's so much more efficient than VAR. I know you know VARs only been used for how many seasons?
0: Two, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, two.
2: You know, I, it's it's in its infant stages still really. But I think it, is, TMO. it seems longer in football because you're not know, watching it. Whereas in rugby, they put the play. When you watch the playback, you kind of make in your own decision on it. Yeah. When they put it up on the screens and you're in the game, then you often get the fans on side sometimes when you play it back and they think, and they were certain that it was trying to think, actually, no, it's not.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I I think all these people saying that VAR is sort of sucking the joy out of the game, killing the game and stuff. Well, I think that is because there is no fan involvement. um, Be that in the stadium or watching from home. Like TMO, I think accounts for both sets. Of that, like you can see it on the screen in the stadium. You can hear the conversation and see it again. You can almost hear the deliberations. You're in. You're in the room with them. You know. I got
1: no problem. I got no problem at all with having the, the what the VAR see on the big screen. You know, all stadiums will have a big screen. You know, realistically, and I've got no problem with having the same. You know, what TMO do.
0: But, but and, you, you know, the flip side to that is is the fans are going to see it and react and influence the referee. But all the fans have got it on their phones anyway. You know, Twitter, yeah. Twitter, the replays are on there straight away. Fans have all watched, they're all watching them in the stadium anyway during the delay. I
2: so, think the VAR for sometimes decisions that don't need to be used. And I think that comes in with the them making the decision remotely as opposed to the ref using it, where there's, you've seen the ones where there's like, a toe offside or something like that yeah. and ridiculous where a referee would think that's never in the human eye in rugby that would never be called up from the ref because he would never have seen it yeah it's, on- it's like they're,
1: they're scrutinising things for the sake of scre- like that's I think it's gone too far with VAR VAR are so like anal about things whereas I, I don't think that's the point we're all laughing you know Sam's having a good laugh at that you know, Aida, but they're so particular about the most ridiculous things and it's it's, it's pointless it's really pointless
0: but uh, you know so i i would say that the tmo system is now i mean it's been around since 1999 i think so Is what 22 this year yeah get a mass right josh a mass teacher did i get my math right <laughs> i did yeah um so like i think i think the system is near perfect now if not perfect i mean there's There's a few flaws in it every now and again, but it's down to human error. I don't think the system itself has too many flaws, but there's been, there's been, you know, time to get there. They've taken time to get there. And I don't think it had as many problems as VAR has, but I think with time and with tweaks.
1: What's the difference really between TMO and VAR? Realistic. What is the difference?
0: There's not an awful lot, really. I so don't...
1: my I... question, my next question, before you answer that one, is was, why haven't they... If, if VAR is this big, wonderful, you know, big saviour that's going to come and, you know, regenerate football, whatever they thought it was going to do, and help the referees, why did they not introduce it when they introduced TMO? Because obviously there was capabilities to do that. They obviously had the right technology. Why are they only now deciding to put it in, whereas rugby's had it for 22
2: years? That's my question. Why, why, why did football need it now? I think the argument there is that the, there's so much to see in rugby and so many different laws that you can break that it was needed even if it wasn't as amazing technology wise in nineteen in ninety nine, it was still gonna improve the game because so you lose so much things. When you start rifing, um they you know, you're taught that like you can find a you find a penalty in any ruck if you wanted to. But that doesn't mean you should Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I, I do think it's got a lot to do with the complexity and stuff. And I, I think football introduced it largely because, you know, you know, we were sat here watching it in at home uh, and you could see wrong decisions being made and nothing was done about them. And I think, it, you know, it has helped over. I think overall there's been a lot of calls that it has helped, but I just think it's gone too far. And I think that is everybody's problem with it. it you know, like, it doesn't seem like I got my notes it, my, my notes here to sum up or whatever it says. You know, I think it's going to be something that we have to learn to live with. And like I said, with time and with tweaks, I think it will get better because it's not bad in the Champions League. It's not bad in Europe.
1: It's fantastic in Europe. I, I think we, we talk about VAR as a general, but I think the real problem lies in this country and how it's being used in this country. I agree on the standard of refereeing in this country, actually in the top tier, because Championship I've not had a problem with ref. Well, you got VAR. I'm got VAR, but I, I don't. You know, there's there's occasions where the referees themselves have not being fantastic in the Championship and you know lower leagues, but the Premier League it's got to be as far as refereeing goes in the whole of Europe, it's got to be one of the worst I've seen.
0: Yeah, I I mean I'd probably be inclined to agree to be honest. It's it is poor. Uh... And, and VAR hasn't really in some ways I think VAR has exacerbated that has made it a lot worse I think in some ways like I don't know I mean
2: from the referee's point of view when I've been in games and even when you're hooked up on mics with your touch judge or you know you've got the kind of low tech man in the stands with a laptop and they play back and they have luck it is much easier to ref the game knowing that if you're not i sure you've got someone to check with
0: yeah, well. mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Show
1: but do you yeah. find that that like give you the confidence to make a call then?
2: Yeah, because you find you find you can kind of you make your own decision and then you ask them a question. So if you watch the Wales match where um it was sending off the ruck two weeks ago, three weeks ago um they went to the TMO and they would say, I think there were there was contact made with the head. It was a mitigating for a red card. So that's what he wants to know. He's saying that there is contact with the head, and he's seen that. But it was not bad enough for red card, or, or should he go yellow? Right. So it's really a specific question, and that's what speeds it up. So yeah. they're not looking for anything. They're just looking for whatever the rest asked for. But yeah, going to change where they're bringing in, where it's proposed anyway, that they're going to bring in the captains can ask to go to VAR. To VAR.
0: It, it, TMO or VAR?
2: Uh, TMO, sorry.
0: Yeah, cause I was going to say, in football, that would be an absolute <laughs> nightmare. Yeah. No. <laughs> like, yeah, on, I don't you know man. whether
2: how many times they can do that throughout the game, whether it just be once or...
0: So almost like a, ch- a challenge in tennis. Yeah. So yeah, I was but... going to
2: say, like, because Hawkeye in tennis is a... Mm-hmm. I think that's quite a good system as well, to be honest yeah, with just,
0: you. I can't see that working in football, mind. No, it's, it's totally, different, totally different. totally different just... thing,
2: it, but... It, uh... lack a free... of respect, generally, in football, that it wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah.
2: If they genuinely had a reason to go. Yeah.
0: But, before say if they had like three challenges, if footballers more than so much, it'd be gone in the first fifteen minutes. Yeah, it just yeah. Would. they 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 yeah. um, but yeah. So I think there are probably lessons we can learn from from TMO for VAR. I think you know the, the, there's things we can sort of take away, and um, uh, yeah. Thank you for Josh for coming on. It's been good to know, see you from, very much from a ref's point of view because like yeah. as a fan, I never consider that. Like, you know, the rest Yeah, that's game. a good
1: point That's a very good Neither did interesting.
0: I. I've never considered that it would make a referee more confident to make a call. And that is something I've never seen it from that perspective before. That has changed my view a little bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, overall, I think it's a lot less fancy than VAR. I think it does the job when the Ospreys play, there's only a van outside with a load of screens in it. And that's the TMO.
0: They're not bring out the lines, are they? No yeah not <laughs> don't talk about the lines um anyway thank you for coming on it's been thank you very much, much josh cheers um i think that is it for today it it up discussion there. it does just about um thank you for listening uh see us next week where actually we've got two episodes coming out next week we've got a midweek special where we've got something quite special planned actually haven't we all um and then I, I think we do i saturday. forgotten what it is <laughs> <laughs> and then next <laughs> saturday next saturday we're back to chat about the premier league chatting about recent events. So back to business as usual, I think. Oh, anyway. I've just
1: remembered what's midweek. Never mind. I've just remembered. Yeah, just remembered. Are. you really Joy? There we are. There
0: are. Um well thank you for listening. Thanks again to Josh. Uh we'll see you next week. Cheers guys. Take care.